Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge welcome to Zara Demiris from the Play Card Co. I am so excited to share Zara's story with you. Uh, I met Zara only recently, probably oh, I don't know, a few months ago, um, when we worked on a few visual brand embellishments um, for her brand. That's another story. But when I shared her um, brand name in my social media, like I tagged her, and my DMs just blew up <laughs> because I just got so many comments from all these people, um, you know, gushing over over her as a as a person um, and her like her products and her brand, which I'm excited to share for you in a minute. And I thought I just have to chat with Zara on the podcast. Like this is really exciting. So so welcome, Zara. Thank you for coming and chatting with me. No, thank you so much for having me. And, it, and it's so exciting that my community was there rallying for me in your DMs. It's such an honour. I love my community. <laughs> best. It's, yeah, it's just what we all sort of are striving for, really, in business. It's very exciting. So could you please introduce yourself and um, tell us about the Play Card Co.? Absolutely. So my name's Zara and I'm a primary school teacher by trade. Um, now I am a full-time mum, always have been like, for the last six years. Yeah. But as well as that, I run the Play Card Co. We create play prompts for families and just try to inspire families to get playful simply at home using things that they already have. So they can get one of our decks of cards, open it up and find a simple play idea to get playful with their families. Amazing. Such an incredible idea. I love it. Um, but first of all, you know, I just mentioned it before in your intro, you have cultivated a brand and a brand is really like your reputation is how people are feeling about your products and how they, how they think about you and, you know, how they sort of measure you against other, you know, brands, I guess, in this, in the space that's filling a need for them. But it's so obvious that you have countless admiring fans. Like I just, honestly, I've never had a reaction like that when I've shared um, <laughs> someone I've worked with before. Um, and I was stalking your website earlier. You have a swag of awards to your name already. Um, and you are, you just seem unstoppable. You have such a beautiful, vivacious personality as well, like so generous. Um, but how long have you actually been in business? We have been in business for 12 and a half months. That's amazing. Like, yeah, and that, and that, so we've only had product in Australia for maybe 10 of those months. Because okay. um, the first, when we first launched, we didn't actually have product here. So it was just me telling everyone how cool we were with my little samples. Yeah. Um, and then the product landed. So it, it's all pretty new. So, okay. So let's rewind a little bit. When did it actually start? Like, when did you have the, like, when was the seed planted? When did you have the idea? And how did you know that it was something to act upon? So maybe about three or four years ago, I started a personal Instagram account about sharing my journey with play with my children. Mm -hmm. um, and through that account, I connected with a lot of like-minded families and realized that there was a huge gap that people wanted to be a play mum. I proudly call myself a play mum in that play is my life and it is in my bones. But 
what I found was that there were so many people who who wanted to get playful, but they didn't have play in their bones. Um, so that started something ticking over in my head and I could never quite figure out what it was. Um, and then maybe, yeah, June of 2021, I was sitting down and I was watching a movie with my husband and I went, oh, I've got it. It's a recipe book of play, but it's not a book. They're cards and they live in your kitchen drawer. And that's what we've got to do. And I jumped up, threw the blanket off and sat on the computer literally all night, just nutting this out. Um, so that was in June and we launched in August. What? Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of time, I guess, pre-idea, kind of stewing with it all. But then yeah. when it came, it was just so right so yeah. perfect um that yeah we just acted on it as soon as we could so how did that work for you so you had two months to pull it all together to sort of actually even manufacture the cards and everything yeah that's yeah that's exactly right so that first night um I came up with the name the play card code so I'm like it's simple it's a play card it's just what it yeah. is um, and then I contacted someone to do my logo, yep. had a whole lot of inspiration ideas and they worked with me. Um, my husband actually travels to China for work. Our, our cars manufactured in China, yep. travels to China every year for his work. So subsequently has some wonderful contacts over there, which I was able to call on and then they were able to find things for us. Um, and then the longest part was actually getting our trademark because we registered mm. for our trademark before we launched um, because we we didn't want to come out to the market and other people kind of step on our toes. So that was probably the longest part of the process. Yeah, well, that's that's really interesting because a lot of people don't trademark until they know that their business is going to actually be a thing. Yeah, and look, we, I knew that, um, but I believed in it. From yeah. that moment it happened, it was like it was a whole body experience that this idea was just like this is what families need, that it was either all or nothing. Um, mm -hmm. And I've kind of gone with that strategy the whole time. Like I, I truly believe in my product and it, it solves a problem and I love it and I'm passionate about it, so why wouldn't I give it It's everything um, that I can? And mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that's how we went from idea to launch in, um, yeah, in two months. Yeah, you can see the passion oozing out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why you're just so magnetic because you you embody your brand, like mm. you embody everything that it stands for and you're 100% committed and it shows, like it's it's actually fruitful um, because of that. Um, so how then... Have you grown so quickly in this time? Like how have you managed to snag all these incredible awards and 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 grow? You know, you said that you had a small fan base to start with. So it's great you had an audience already there who was receptive to your message. But what I'd love to know sort of what you've put into place strategically since then to actually grow and market your brand in this last, well, 10 months really. Yeah, absolutely. And I know like my existing audience from my personal account, I only bought over only 800 of those to my new wow. play card account. So okay. although I, that, that's a great amount, but yeah. it's not a huge, it wasn't a huge amount. I was honestly expecting more, but when I started the play card account, I just, I knew that I had to build a community and to build a community, you need time. 
Um, so there was lots of late nights on Instagram. Instagram is my jam. Okay. And talking to people, chatting to people, responding to their stories, commenting on their photos and creating awareness for who I was. And then when they would come to my account, and if you scroll back to the start, it was horrible, not curated and not ideal. But what they would see in stories, would they would see me and they would see me talking about it and telling my story and sharing everything. So instead of just a brand, I was a person yeah. um, because I believe people buy from people and I am who I am and I love my product and people seem to really resonate with that um, because it is a product that is true to me. And that has really helped build a community. And from there and from interacting with people um, and collaborating with other shops and other small businesses um, and influencers, not, not paid, just authentic interaction, mm. being able to build an absolutely incredible community of people who just love and support us. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And, you know, like you've already touched on like so many key things that it takes to, to, you know, to actually sell to people. And, you know, one of those is trust. And when you are relatable and your audience can sort of, yeah, to sort of just know that you're a human (laughs) and you're, you know, you're just a passionate woman trying to help them, like genuinely trying to help them. I think like having trust is so important. And then, you know, facilitating uh, like word of mouth through influencers um, is, yeah, so clever, (laughs) so smart, like so genuine, but just really clever from a marketing perspective. So congratulations. Like there's no other way. (laughs) I'm just like gobsmacked. I was so inspired by you. Um, No, thank you. Thank you so much. Look, I, I legitimately, I said I love my product, but as a subside of that, my community, I have so much respect and gratitude for them. Mm. And every person who puts through an order, I see their name and I pack their order. And every time there is like an, a bounce of gratitude. And mm. I tell that to my customers too. Yeah. I write every single one of my customers, which is so labor intensive, <laughs> a personal email and say, thank you. Yeah. Because it means the world. They get a handwritten note. I say, thank you. Yeah. Um, and with my audience and my customer base being mothers, I, I don't know how it works in your house, but the two people that I work for, my six-year-old and four-year-old, they don't often say thank you um, unless prompted. Um, so for mothers to feel to feel that way is really powerful and I Mm. I do have that gratitude for them and their support so for them to feel that from me is is really powerful too yeah how beautiful and um I'm sure that your little people will grow up and just be like wow mum thank you you're amazing um, I'm 100% sure of that. They will, you know, they don't know at the time. <laughs> Mine don't no, really and look, they are, <laughs> they have no My idea. children are the absolute best and I wouldn't <laughs> change them for the world. Yeah. But it, motherhood can be a thankless task sometimes. It can be, um, yeah. No matter how magical and polite and kind your children are, um, it can be quite thankless. Yeah. So. so just on that, like to real life, because there must be a lot in what you do, like in your day, because it's a physical product. Like you actually have to process orders and send your thank you notes and write your emails and do all the social media and get to the post office or get them careered or whatever, like so much. Plus like motherhood is a full-time job. 
Yeah. I just, sometimes I talk to my um, other business friends and we're, you know, we have a little rant on Voxer and just like, if life stuff happens with the kids or whatever, it's like, I don't have time to have a business. What am I even thinking? Like, what am I doing? So what does a day in the life of Zara look like? Like, what does it look like from, from get up to go to bed? It's hectic. It's yeah. absolutely hectic. So I have um, two work days a week. I work on a, a Tuesday and a Friday, but those work hours, it's 9.30 until 3 because mm. I've got to get to school pick up for my son. Um, but the other days are just a complete juggle. And, and even on a Tuesday, it's get up, make snack boxes, do wheat bix, get dressed, get to school pick up, and then hope that the phone doesn't ring that one of the kids needs to be picked up. Um, and it's and it's really chaotic and it, it is really hard. And I've had the same thought as you, Rach, that I don't have time for this business. Mm. Um, I know when we first met, I had COVID and I was mm. like, I don't have time to be sick. I'm yeah. not going to be sick. And I tried to power through. And I think I said that to you and it, yeah. it makes it worse. But to have two full-time jobs that are all consuming, um, it's exhausting and there's no way to sugarcoat it and it's not easy and it is really hard. Um, I think my saving grace in all of this is my incredibly supportive husband. Um, he is my number one cheerleader and would move heaven and earth to get to, to help me. Um, so a lot of the time he'll get home and he also runs his own business. So we are absolute suckers for punishment. But wow. He'll get home at six o'clock, take over from the kids, and then I'll work from six o'clock to one o'clock in the morning, wow. just trying to get things done um, so that the next day I can be present and playful with my own kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it takes a village. Oh, we, absolutely, without a doubt. Um, on school holidays now, I, mm. it takes a village for me to be able to be at this podcast, um, for me to yeah. meet all my other meetings that I'm going to, um, and to continue to keep the wheels turning during the time when the kids are home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> there are no words. And I think only other business mums really, truly understand. So what keeps you going? My customers. Yeah. It's, it's honestly the most wonderful thing that they trust me to mm. come into their home and guide the way that they play and guide the way that they create memories um, and engage with their children. That is such a sacred space, um, the private home of a family and that connection between a parent and a child or a grandparent and a child. And the way that they welcome me in um, and the changes that then they're able to see in their home is, is, is such an honour and it is such a high for me. Um, that, that I'm able to give that gift to people and that that's what keeps me going um, so that I can continue to do that for more and more families. Yeah. But are you ever tempted to go back to teaching and just have the, you know, the, the predictable life? I mean, it, the temptation is there and in those times when you're overwhelmed and you want to throw the hat in, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm my own accountant. I am my own web developer and I don't know any of that stuff. And it's, yeah. it's really hard to learn. Um, but then I think about the difference that I am making now and the reach that I have now. Mm. And that's what I want to be remembered for is making yeah. a difference. Um, and 
teachers make an incredible difference. They do, they really do. And, and that's why I became a teacher because I wanted to impact families. Um, but at the moment, I feel like this is my path mm. and this is the journey that I need to walk um, and how I can impact and make a difference in the world. Yeah, what a beautiful legacy as well. Like what just, yeah. you know, the mark that you are leaving um, for generations. Like just imagine the impact that you're having like on these children who will always remember um, your products as kids, you know, like you just imagine them as adults going, oh, remember those cards? Like have you still got them? And then, oh, just so exciting. <laughs> okay, so you know that nostalgia you have with the Women's Weekly cookbooks? Yes. <laughs> That's what I want to be, right? <laughs> I want to be the woman's weekly cookbook of play like yes I love that that's such a good analogy because we all have that soft spot in our hearts for the birthday cake women's weekly cookbook I've still got one exactly it was so momentous in our life (laughs) so good um okay so you I mean you you just seem to have picked up marketing so easily and I like I I can see that it's it's because you just have this heart of service to your people. Like you just you genuinely want to help them. Um, yeah. But is there something that you wish you knew about marketing when you first started? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even just, I think it's the small things. Um, there's a lot I wish I knew. I wish I had have taken more time to completely nail as much as you can one thing before moving on to another you know when I started I was like okay Instagram Facebook email marketing um the web marketing Google and I was like hang on a second chill pick one find a level of mastery and then move on to another one um and then once I figured that out it then took me another little while to figure out to be consistent between them all yeah. Do you know, like, like with you, you, you know, the branding colors and yeah, my voice was always the same because it was always me speaking, mm-hmm. but the branding colors, the imagery, the overall tone and, and, and all of that needed to be really consistent across them. Um, and that's something that I didn't nail to begin with. So yeah, it was trying to do it all. Yeah. But not do it, just started with one mm. and then move through them you know periodically to what I thought would serve my customers best and also being really consistent Mm. um yeah they've been big yeah because it takes a lot of time yeah (laughs) yeah it takes so much time actually do you know what I'm going to add that in and the templates to set up templates Mm. for things um even in like Clavio which is my email system being able to set up saved blocks yeah. So that it comes and it's already formatted in your colors and in your font or with your button and all this kind of stuff. So you can just drag and drop and everything's consistent. Those little tips and tricks and, you know, Canva helping you be consistent because you can just, you know, it's, yeah, a simple yeah. way to achieve. Well, yeah, those. even just setting up templates yourself in Canva help you yeah. be consistent instead of just grabbing the first free template that's available. And it being yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay for Canva Pro, people. It's worth it. (laughs) Yeah, I promise it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent. And just those, like, yeah, those little investments that are going to help you. Um, you know, investments whether it's time or a little bit of a subscription or a membership or something to get you further quicker. 
think yeah that makes so much sense um and to make it easier for you too like like yeah. we've said we've got so much going on yeah. as mums as entrepreneurs it's huge and if we can pay $12 a month I don't know how much it is for something to make our lives easier and more streamlined and less stressful mm. it's it's worth it not not only for the product that it's giving us but for the mental space and the mm. reduction of mental load that it gives us is worth so much more than $12 and okay don't buy yourself a cup, cup of coffee for a few days and you've got that and you've also got a sense of I don't know freedom and time which is priceless yeah I love that that's such a good point point. and also like if you don't mind me adding on to that just um like you mentioned the mental load so mm. it's not just about the time that it's going to save you like yes because if you think about it like the time it's going to save you gives you time to work on your business to actually grow the business like mm. the deep core mm. strategy like long-term stuff that just doesn't get done when you're in the day-to-day, -day, if you're doing everything, mm. um, just using, I guess, using Canva and templates as a really good example. But, you know, you mentioned the mental load. And if you can lighten that by, by automating and, you know, setting up templates or working with someone to help you just do a one-time thing that's going to help you in the long run, that freeing up that mental space actually for me in particular, like this is just a personal example, I'm hoping you will relate, but then helps you to come up with fresh ideas. Like it helps you to be the visionary in the business. It's like, it's not just about, I've got, I've now got an extra hour in my week to work on my business. It's like, I don't have to worry about that anymore. So my brain's got space to think um, even if you're thinking whilst cutting up carrots for dinner or in the shower, I don't know, that's when I usually just let my mind yes, off. Right. I'm doing totally. those mundane tasks that I'm actually like creating in my head. Yeah, because um, you've given, you've taken away that mundane task of what time is it? I've got to post to Instagram at eight. What time is it? What time yeah. is it? What time is it? You know that something's going to send you a notification, say, hey, Zara, can you post this post at this time? Yeah. And you do it because you haven't thought about it and your mind's exactly. free and it's, yeah, yeah you, you're spot on because it gives you time to work on your business rather than in your business um, yeah. because the on is where the power is and that's what makes, you know, your business, Rachel, and my business so powerful is who we are and our creative talents is mm. the on stuff. Um, yeah. The in stuff can be often outsourced. Um, yeah. yeah. Not necessarily for me because well, no, because you draw yeah. all your own no. stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but, but elements you. of it can be, you know, like e-commerce. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. um, percent. I think that's something like yeah, really good point. Um, mm. So, all right, could you just sort of heading into wrap up? Could you yeah. please share a reality of being in business that isn't sort of shared on socials, like something that you know, something about you or your life or just something that you know isn't so glamorous because you know we all try to present our polished selves online because we are advocating for our business um but yeah if you I think it's a heartbreak there is there's a romance in owning your own business and I know that's why a lot of people get into it because it can be really romantic work from anywhere yeah, yeah. um but the heartbreak of it and the all-consuming nature of it that 
in one single email, your day can be totally shattered into a million pieces. That family fun day at the zoo you were meant to have can't go on. And if you're halfway to the zoo, you've got to stay in the car on your phone trying to fix this problem while you're in tears because, okay, great, I'm living my dream, but I'm away from my family, which is why I've tried to live the dream so I could spend more time with them. And how does this work? It's not fair. I want to quit. Yeah. Um, people don't. I know in like behind the scenes businesses talk about this, but I don't think we communicated a lot with our customers because it's yeah. horrible and it's sad and it's so deeply emotional. Yeah. Um, yeah, the heartbreak there, there is a, and I can almost guarantee that every business owner has gone through the heartbreak and getting that email or that, mm -hmm. you know, shipping notification. Oh, there's a typhoon and you know, your boat's yeah. tipped over and exactly. now your stock's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's heart-wrenching and having to learn how to overcome those heart-wrenching moments is yeah. a really big personal learning experience. Yes, because you still have got to look after the family. Like you still have got, you know, you mentioned that example, you still got kids in the car, you still have to feed them lunch and, you know, you've just had this massive devastating news yeah that you just feel like you have to fix right now and it's like like almost feels life or death yep in business because you're so closely tied to it and you want to do your best all the time yeah. and you and you're so conflicted like it's so it, you're right it's just mm. there's nothing you can't describe that to people that don't own a business or run a business from home around their family um the conflict that occurs the internal mm. conflict is, um, yeah, it's it's, so it's huge. And like yeah. you said, it, it does feel like life or death. And the logic of it is that it isn't life or death. Mm. But in that moment, there is no way that you can see logic. It is life or death. It feels like life or death. And it might be the death of your business. Yeah. Some of these things that happen. And yeah. for a lot of us, our business is our third, fourth, fifth baby. It is yeah. our child and it is something that we are so passionate and love. So to think that, you know, one foul swoop, it could just go, it's it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to let people down either. Like you, you all of a sudden when you're in a business, you have a responsibility to all these other people. <laughs> Not just yeah. yourself like it you're right it sounds so romantic going into it I don't know I'm sure that you hear the same things all the time but I hear things like oh you're so lucky to work from home oh it must be so just so relaxing and idyllic to work around your family and mm -hmm. and yeah I count myself incredibly blessed to be able to do that that was a choice for me and yeah. I just like I am thankful every day but sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world it absolutely is it mm -hmm. absolutely is there's there is no doubt you can't explain that really. So thanks for highlighting that and pointing the spotlight on that. I think that's just so validating for so many of us mm. um, because it can be quite isolating and lonely as well. And we all sort of have that passion for our business. And yeah, just, I think that's important to know if you're listening, like you're not alone. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> and, and you're not. Yeah. Um, and lean on your business friends that you have. And if you don't have any head over to my Instagram and drop me a DM. I'll be your best friend. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about all this stuff because you yeah. don't have co-workers to nut this out with because no. it is often just you. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so on that, because I know that there are like 
so many mums at home like now these days there's just this incredible boom of mums at home starting businesses and e-commerce businesses and you know developing products and I'm excited because I get to work with some of them um, and it's just like I just get so excited I feel like you know I'm a service-based business and yes I mentor and yes I have memberships and courses and things but it's all digital to have a physical product to me just blows my mind like it's just it's just a whole nother thing and I always just you know I really admire these ladies who are so brave to go into e-commerce um so and I know that there's going to be ladies at home listening to this going oh my gosh like wow I wish I could do what Zara has done and I just would love to know what would you say to them believe in yourself it sounds so cheesy and I'm so <laughs> sorry um because that's you know that's not measurable and I can't actually do that it's a state of mind but you, yeah. you do need to believe in yourself um and unfortunately if you want something actionable you need to put in the time um these things don't happen overnight um and whilst businesses go back to the romantic thing they will highlight all the romance of it on their socials but it's a highlight reel and what they're not showing is the tears in the zoo car park the late nights up at 1am sending emails to people um yeah. working in the doctor's office because they've got you know two minutes in a waiting room is shooting out emails and put in the time um believe in yourself and you you can get there and you can get it done um yeah it's yeah. it's hard yeah <laughs> but you can do it it's <laughs> You're yeah, a, you're you can. You, you, yeah, yeah. You, look, you you absolutely can do it. Um, own own your emotions and own those moments of overwhelm because they are going to make a difference in the long run. Because they'll make you reflect and see what's important. And yeah, beautiful, Zara. You are so just such a gift. You're so inspiring, and just I love how you just lay it all out. Like you're just so genuine so I'm grateful to have met you and I'm grateful to you for coming and having a chat with me um I have some fun rapid like just to lift the vibe some rapid yeah. vibe questions to finish up with um so I'm going to ask you what your favorite is and I'll say the word and it's just like whatever comes into your head so all right yeah are you ready getting in the mood get my <laughs> oh, wiggle yeah. on oh yeah get my brain freed <laughs> up let's do it all right what's your favorite app um oh Instagram yeah. All right, time of day? Morning. How early? Like 6 a.m. before the house wakes up and there's no noise and it's just me, my cup of tea and my dogs. Chill. Yeah. Nice, love it. Yeah. All right, um, favourite exercise? Running. Ah, cool. Um, yeah. Habit? Oh, habit. Um, cheese plates, does that count? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anything with cheese counts. Yeah, cheese. Does a food count as a habit? I don't know. Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> favorite way to relax? Um, snuggles with Aww. my fur babies or my people. It's just on the couch. Yeah, music and my loves surrounding me is just golden. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. I'm a big old cheese ball. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Literally. <laughs> All right. Um, last one. What's your favorite thing about your business? The way it changes lives. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Zara <laughs> Miris from the Play Card Co. Where can we find you? So you can find me over on Instagram at the Play Card underscore Co. You can find me on my website, um, www.theplaycardco.com.au. And I'm even an old fart on TikTok, so you can find me there too, which is way out of my comfort zone, but I'm there as well. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much again. No, thanks so much for having me, Rachel. It's, it's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more hard-aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.